Man, Lady Luck does not like the New Jersey Devils for some reason. Where is Heizer, and how will we stack up against the Sabres in this back-to-back -back weekend coming off two tough losses to Philadelphia? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play -play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time, January the 30th, 2021 at the time of this recording. So you guys are probably wondering, why are you filming this episode so late? Well, guys, I have three jobs. So if you hadn't known already, I am a college hockey play-by-play -play announcer, so I had to work a game tonight. By the way, my uh, team ended up winning. They blew the other team out the water. I believe the score was like 9-2, to two, so I had a lot of fun announcing that game. And I also write for the hockey writers covering the New Jersey Devils, and I Obviously, I have this uh, daily podcast show, so uh, I barely get any free time, so... Uh, the, the fact that I'm recording this episode so early in the morning and, and, you know, six hours before it's supposed to go out goes to show how much I care about you guys. So if you haven't checked out the last episode, I basically ranted about how the New Jersey Devils played so poorly against the Philadelphia Flyers, despite actually playing well. What I mean by that is like, it was there for the taking and unfortunately they choked it away. The Flyers ended up winning three to one. So, you know, that was really embarrassing to see, but anyway, we're done with that. I'm not going to rant about that obviously we fell a few games back into the standings so this was the first time this year that we lost back to back if you hadn't checked out the last episode when I gave that fact so at least we're not losing consistently that's all I could say so that's going to happen during the course of the season we're going to have a few tough losses but uh, it's not how you start, it's how you rebound, and obviously, uh, when this episode goes up, we are going to be taking on the Buffalo Sabres tonight in a two-game weekend series, so that's something to look forward to, and it's going to be a back-to-back, -back. but uh, we do have some bad news, so before we get into the Sabres and Devils pregame, we're going to have to talk about uh, a few players on the COVID protocol for the New Jersey Devils, and I must tell you guys, Lady Luck does not like the New Jersey Devils at all, so... Uh, Travis Zajac, one of our alternate captains and also the center for our second line, just announced that he is unfortunately going to have to go on the COVID protocol list along with Mackenzie Blackwood and just recently Aaron Dell. So if you guys uh, didn't know, uh, Aaron Dell wasn't technically added to the COVID-19 protocol quite yet because he was still trying to get back into the States because obviously the Canadian teams are playing in their own league for this season. So, uh, you know, they're, they're playing in their own division and the States are, are remaining in the States. So the Devils aren't traveling to Canada, unfortunately. But uh, so Aaron Dell had to come over from the Toronto Maple Leafs and now he's going to be back into the States to join the New Jersey Devils. And uh, I'm sure he cleared uh, the protocols to get back into the States. But unfortunately, he's still going to have to quarantine since he is technically coming from a different country. So, uh, 
that really sucks. So he might be out for a few games before we can actually see him put on that Devils uniform. And Mackenzie Blackwood has been listed as doubtful for this weekend series. He did not travel with the team. So uh, looks like Scott Wedgwood has a couple more games in him to try to prove that, uh, you know, he's a decent goaltender. I think he's a decent goaltender. But at the same time, you know, I want to see Mackenzie Blackwood return to the team because uh, let, let's face it, we need him desperately, especially if we want any chance to make any noise. But like I said, I'm getting too ahead of myself. So let's talk about Travis Zajac because we already know Mackenzie Blackwood's situation. So uh, yeah, so Travis Zajac is just two games away from his 1,000th career game in the NHL, but he will have to wait for now because obviously, just like I said, the Devils announced on Friday. So uh, technically yesterday morning that he was going to go on the COVID-19 protocol list. So uh, Lindy Ruff confirmed that after Zajac was officially ruled out for practicing with the team. So obviously there was some questions speculating as to what was going on at the time. So it's likely Zajac is out for the next two games. And similar to Blackwood, he did not travel with the team. So that's already concerning. So uh, in a quote from Ruff, he said, I think we're becoming accustomed to it. We start the year without Brat and Nico. Blackwood is in COVID protocol, but I think every team is dealing with those situations. It's no excuse. So uh, he says it's a chance for the young guys to step up and just play well. So uh, how will our line compare now that Zajac is gone for a few days? Well, uh, I would expect Sharon Govich to just uh, be moved up to the second line. So it'll be Zaka, Sharon Govich, and Paul Mary. Personally, that's what I think Ruff is going to do. I think he's just going to promote Sharon Govich because I don't think he's going to do anything drastic. It's too early. Uh, Zajac is only out for a few games. So Sharon Govich actually did pretty decent uh, in his uh, few games at center uh, against the uh, Flyers. So I think everything will be fine, but let me just be clear. Lindy Ruff will definitely pull a rabbit out of his hat at any given moment because that's just how he is as a coach. It's what makes him the, one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history. It's why he's been in the league for so long and why uh, he still continues to get jobs despite seeing more success before the clutch and grab era. But, you know, uh, w w that's a discussion for another time. You guys already heard me rant about that over the summer. So, uh, anyway... Uh, how will this affect the New Jersey Devils? So it's actually a pretty decent blow to say the least. So Zajac has played in seven games and he has two goals. And listen, our offense is, you know, doing decent. It's doing better than it was last season. But we need all the goal getters we could get because we're kind of in a drought right now. Because obviously um, what I mean by drought is that it seems like we can never get over the hump, especially in that Flyer series. So obviously in game one, it was a tick for tack kind of game but we can never just get that final goal to uh you know get over the hump and then obviously in the second game against the Flyers our offense just went quiet and you know we got lucky when Severson scored that goal when there was a line shift going on but as for the New Jersey Devils we just need all the goal getters we could get because you know uh, we, we, we just need someone to be able to put us over the hump. So when we lose Zajac, who's one of our best centers and also one of the best centers in New Jersey Devils history, uh, it kind of, you know, is a low blow to the team. And also Zajac, regardless of the numbers he puts up, he's a great leader. 
He's an excellent figurehead in that devil's locker room for a young rebuilding organization. It's one of the reasons why I said that Zajac should get the C role because this very well could be his final season in a devil's sweater. I just want to put that out there. I'm sorry. I don't shoot the messenger. I, that's just what I've been hearing and I kind of agree with it. Zajac might be out the door after this season so we only have him for one more year. So, you know, that's uh, my prediction but... Anyway, for Zajek, he's also one of our best uh, face-off winners in history. And the Devils are kind of struggling in face-off wins because if you didn't check out the Flyers game uh, from a couple days ago, we were absolutely thrashed in the face-off category. So Zajek is one of our best face-off winners. So when we lose him, that's actually a low blow. And just, just think about it for a second. Blackwood has been out for the uh, Islander series. He was out for the uh, Flyer series. And now he's most likely going to be out for the Sabre series. So that's six games he's missing. Because remember, these games are coming in fast and rapid pretty quickly. So... Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned as to the amount of games Zajac will be out because, listen, Blackwood is still out indefinitely. There's still no clear indication of when he's returning, and Zajac could very well be the same thing. I know Lindy Ruff is trying to be uh, calm, cool, and collected about this, but if I were him, I would be a little concerned because it's just like, oh boy, we're dropping like flies and we're losing a couple of our great centerpieces for our organization. So it's just like, what do we do? Especially when we were on a hot streak to begin the season and now we've kind of fallen into this slump just a little bit. Obviously, it's still early, so I'm trying to be a little careful of how I use the term slump. But at the end of the day, uh, just Zajac going on COVID protocol. I really hope the Devils are taking COVID seriously. That's all I, I hope for. So, um, Because the league is not going to be a playing around with this. So with Zajac or, or the Devils organization, if you are not taking COVID seriously, if you are going out, hanging out with your friends, partying, whatever the case might be, Please stay home. We need you to put up these wins. Think about the team before uh, yourself. So there's no me, just we. I'm just putting that out there. So, uh, yeah, that, that's all I have to say about the matter. And I just hope Zajac returns sooner rather than later. In fact, I am so confident that Zajac will make a full recovery and return soon that I am willing to bet on it. So go to betonline.ag to place your bets right now for the Sabres and Devils series. But uh, anyway, back to it. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think it's time for the first live read this morning. Alrighty now, are we ready for some more hockey? Are you enjoying the season so far? Because the season is in full swing, and as always, there's some big matchups to look forward to. The NFL regular season is over, and also the playoffs are pretty much done. It just comes down to two teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks, and it's becoming clear who might become the next Super Bowl champion. Or I hope it's remaining clear. That's for you guys to decide, so... There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Go to betonline.ag, sign up for today for a free account at betonline.ag, and use that promo code LOCKEDON for 50% welcome bonus. NFL games of the week are usually talked about, college football top games, current headlines in sports. That's what they'll usually talk about. It, they can always flip it around, NBA, NHL, MLB, whatever the case might be. So don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert, and also check out the social media page. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag betonline. Get with it and get in the action, everybody. Okay, we've been very patient, but I think the question that everybody has is. 
Where is Nico Heizer? When is he returning? Because if you guys didn't know this already, I projected uh, a few episodes ago that Heizer would, you know, miss the Boston Bruins series to kick off the year, but I didn't think he would miss the first seven games of the season. I just thought it would be like a day-to-day -day kind of thing, so it's a little concerning, especially since he hurt himself during the offseason. And keep in mind, he missed training camp, so something is going on that the Devils aren't really revealing, and... You know, it's a little concerning, especially as a Devils fan, because we need Heizer back sooner rather than later, so that way we can have some more offensive firepower, so that way people like Zajac could go on COVID protocol, but yet we have someone like Heizer who's reliable and can get us, you know, those goals. So, anyway, uh, let's talk about it. So, uh, obviously, Blackwood and Zajac are out for the New Jersey Devils in this series, but also out is Nico Heizer for this Sabre series once again, also very concerning. Uh, luckily for the Devils, you know, Brat returned uh, to the team, and, and obviously he played in his first game of the season. Must say, I was really surprised how aggressive Brat came out, especially in period number one. He almost got his first goal within the first minute or two of the game, so uh, that's impressive right there. Heizer remains as one of the top fours absent for this Devils roster, obviously. So, uh, Lindy Ruff provided a brief update on the center after Friday skate. Uh, he said his progress has been good, and he'll get him back as soon as he feels like he's well enough to play. But he's had no setbacks and is progressing. While he does not uh, clear up any questions as to the timeline for return, it is positive that there have been no setbacks. The team needs uh, one of their rising stars. Okay, Ruff, uh, that's good to hear. But what was the severity of the injury? Because that's what I want to know. Because Heizer is still out for a long time, and I'm a little concerned because I thought this was going to be like a week-to-week -week or a day-to-day -day basis for uh, Nico just to, you know, return. Because keep in mind, like I just said, he's your missed training camp because this uh, injury was reported on the final week of 2020. And he was uh, credited with a leg injury. So I'm a little concerned as to what the Devils aren't really leading on. So it was like, okay, week to week, it's late December. He'll return uh, for the Boston Bruins series. If not, you know, he'll return for the next series against um, the Rangers. So I'm just curious, how severe was that lower leg injury? Because uh, Heizer actually hurt it while he was working out. So uh, we are at January 30th. He is still gone, and he's most likely going to miss, like, maybe another week or two before he's put back into the roster. So that's, like, a month and a half that Heizer has been out. You know, obviously, it was before the season started. But still, it's just like, come on, man. Like, like, what, what was the severity of it? I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm not trying to rush it. I'm not saying he's faking it or anything. I'm not saying he's trying to make excuses to stay off the rink. I'm just saying, like, um, I just wish the Devils would quit uh, feeding the fan base, you know, this false hope that he's returning soon and just tell us what the severity of the injury is because, uh, you know, you have us on pins and needles wondering uh, when he's returning, when he's coming back, especially since we've hit a rough patch already in the season, dropping these two games against the Flyers, knowing we need Heizer, we need some offensive firepower, knowing that Heizer can put up great stats if he plays in more games, as proven in episodes I've provided in the past. So uh, 
my thing for Nico Heizer is I want to see him and Jack Hughes. I want to see how those two pair up because Hughes has been playing well this season. So I'm just a little concerned, that is all. And I just wish the Devils would just, you know, rip the bandage off quickly and just tell us, oh, yeah, he pulled something. Oh, he tore something. He actually needed surgery. So, uh, you know, uh, it would actually take a while. Oh, he got emergency surgery. It was it was uh, quick. It was effortless. He'll be back in a like a week or two. I just wish they would tell us, okay, quit giving us false hope. That's my message for the New Jersey Devils. And Nico Heizer, uh, I wish you all the best. I hope you have a speedy recovery, and I hope you return soon because we need you right now. Like, right, right now. Please. Woo, okay, I need some energy after that little bit of rant. I'm sorry, I ranted in yesterday's episode, and I thought I had it all out of me, but I just needed to tell the New Jersey Devils, just break the news to us about Heizer's injury, but you know what? I need some energy, so you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take a Bilt Bar to get me going. Okay, let's talk about this preview against the Sabres. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a Bilt Bar is? Let me tell you something about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even more delicious. Eight amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors six new flavors caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp oh my gosh this is delicious i've already had a few when i go out to the gym and they are super healthy too you're probably thinking wait a minute these bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. Okay, let's look at some pregame notes between the New Jersey Devils and the Buffalo Sabres before they face off in tonight's matchup for a doubleheader. So the Devils, obviously, we dropped our last two games against the Flyers. So this is actually going to be our first uh, long road trip of the season. So we're actually going to play the Sabres in Buffalo twice, and then we're going to head over to Pittsburgh. So traveling might be an issue for the New Jersey Devils because, you know, when you're playing that many road games back to back to back, it can really take a toll on you. Trust me, I'm an athlete myself, so I definitely know that feeling. Trust, I would much rather play a home game now that I'm in college versus traveling on the road, and that's just my personal opinion. So New Jersey, we're only two points behind the pens for the fourth and final playoff spot in the East Division. Look at me, I'm talking as if there's only like 10 games left in a year. So uh, if these next two uh, series for the New Jersey Devils is actually key because if we uh, lose this series against the Sabres and the Penguins, this can really hurt us and I think it would put us in a deep enough hole where we don't have to, you know, wave the red flag quite yet but we would be getting close to that. So if we're not going to beat the Penguins, we definitely have to beat the Sabres, in my opinion. So uh, obviously our top points getters are Jack Hughes uh, with seven points, three goals through seven games, and the rookie Ty Smith, uh, second on the club with six points in seven games. Let's get Ty Smith that Calder Memorial Trophy. That's all I'm saying. So uh, the Sabres, they're off to a slow start, and they only have one win in the first five games. But uh, recently, they actually picked it up. So they are 2-0-2 to claw back to the 500 mark with eight points on the season. So 
I'd say for the Devils, uh, the Sabres are very inconsistent, so it, you have to take advantage of that. This is not a game you can drop. I know I've been saying that for the Flyers series, but you know the Flyers are a good team, and I project that they would finish above us anyway. For the Sabres, you got to go at them. You got to pick up these two wins because you got to give me these gimme wins. That's all I'm saying. So uh, for New Jersey, you need to get it for them. Now let's talk about some certain personal backstory narratives. So this is the first time that we're going to be playing Taylor Hall, one of of our former captains for our organization uh obviously we traded him to the arizona coyotes back in december of 2019 and due to the whole pandemic we never even got to face the coyotes so this is the first time that we're playing taylor hall in a different uniform well you know prior to when we originally traded for him but you know after we traded after we traded him away this is the first time we're going to see him that's not in a devil's uniform so like i said a couple episodes ago taylor hall might be coming for blood especially against P.K. Subban because I read reports that he and Subban didn't get along too well because uh, uh, Hall felt like Subban was more focused on his off-hockey image and not really what he was doing on the rink. And quite honestly, I think uh, P.K. Subban is still doing that to an extent. So uh, by the numbers for uh, the Sabres, obviously there's Jack Eichel. Uh, in 11 games against the Devils, uh, he has 12 points. Uh, that's six goals and six assists. So uh, my thing is we need to keep an eye on Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel for the uh, Buffalo Sabres because I believe those two players will be coming out uh, for the Devils' heads in this series because obviously you got Hall for his backstory narrative and then you got Eichel for his numbers. So those are two players that the Devils need to keep in check and for the New Jersey Devils, we just need to get Jack Hughes involved a little bit more because obviously he didn't really do anything in the Flyer series. So I expect Jack Hughes to just, you know, come out with a vengeance. And also one player that I expect to come out with a vengeance is Kyle Palmieri because obviously in the last game, Palmieri got six shots on goal, didn't result in a goal. But but you know that Palmieri is not satisfied that he has a giant goose egg in the goal category, especially seven games in. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I told you guys that this is the longest that Kyle Palmieri has began a season without scoring a goal in his entire career. He's a streaky shooter, yes, but at the same time, he knows when to get the goals when he needs to. So for Palmieri, I expect uh, Hughes, Palmieri, and also Smith to keep contributing for the Devils to try to beat the Sabres because, like I said, I believe the Sabres are inconsistent. Obviously, Taylor Hall is a drama starter, so try to get under his skin, Miles Wood. I'm looking at you. Get under Taylor Hall's skin so that way Hall can have a bad game. Send him to the penalty box. And I really hope the Devils are working on their specialty teams because I think we only have two power play goals the entire year. And that's unacceptable. Also do better in the penalty kill. So this team is inconsistent. I projected that the Devils will finish above the Sabres uh, when the year comes to a close. So... Uh, these are gimme wins for the New Jersey Devils. Try to beat the Sabres because if you could compete with the Flyers, you know, because like I said, I know one game was pretty ugly and the other was just tough to lose. Uh, but, you know, you competed hard with them. Same with the Bruins. You competed hard. So uh, also against the Islanders to an extent, you know, they beat you 4-1. to one. Uh, They had two power play goals against you. And then the very next game, you shut them out. So 
Uh, I expect uh, the Devils to just play hard against the Sabres team. That really doesn't really have that much to prove, quite honestly, if we're if we're just being honest. And, you know, the, the Devils handled the Rangers uh, okay. Obviously, it was an ugly win, but they still handled them. So I expect the New Jersey Devils to just, um, you know, come out and just try to get these gimme wins. That's all I'm saying because we're not going to have it easy against the Pittsburgh Penguins, even though they're not really the team that they once were last season. But still, the Penguins are a pretty solid team, and I, I bet a lot of people will agree with you if we ask 10 people i think eight of them will say that the penguins are better than the devils so uh that that has to happen so for the devils weekend uh series uh obviously this is going to be our big road series so like i said sabers and then penguins you gotta win against the sabers especially if you're going to drop the puck against the penguins that's all i'm saying because that's the key if we do not want to fall even further into the standings and if we want to stay middle of the pack within striking distance you don't want to look uh back on it and say oh i dropped the the puck against the uh sabers and the penguins no nah, no nah, that can't happen so uh, Devils, just play your game, play consistent, and you know what? I would expect a, a a win against the Sabres, and maybe we'll struggle against the Penguins. But you know what? I don't want to predict anything. That's up to you guys. Go to betonline.ag uh, to place your bets, okay? I know we already did the live read, but I'm just saying. So anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and let's see what we could do in the Sabres series. So thanks for listening. I will catch you guys in the next episode.